He is risen. He is risen indeed. We said a lot this past Sunday at church, and even the Sunday before that, and probably the Sunday after that, because Resurrection Sunday is something Christians celebrate every Sunday. And through the lens of Mary Magdalene as the first witness of the resurrection, I reminded our people of something in the middle of the sermon that I hope that you know, and I hope I remember constantly, which is that Jesus is healing, which is different than a cure. We will not see a cure for all of our ailments until we are with him or until he returns and sets the world to rights. But there is deep and profound healing in him. In Mary Magdalene in Luke chapter 8, we notice her following Jesus because of his beauty and character and compelling teaching, and he healed her. It says of several evil spirits. We don't know a lot about her early story. We do know that that was part of it. And for Christians, it is a very, very significant part of our life. The hope of heaven is sweet, where there will be no more pain or sin or evil or death. And yet, there is healing not only of today, giving us strength and agency and purpose in the kingdom, but also healing of our past, disentangling of old stories. A couple of months ago, a friend shared in a group context a story that she had never shared with anyone else. And there were tears, and there was a little bit of of even loud weeping, and uh, we were able to support one another in community. And later, she said to me, can't the Holy Spirit heal me if I don't talk about it? I said, of course. And the Holy Spirit has given us spiritual community for healing. After church this past Sunday, after the first service, one of our more wise members said to me, you need to be clear how we receive the untangling of our past and then the healing of our past. And the most profound answer of the whole scripture is through community. The imperfect, warts and all, impure bride of Christ, other followers of Jesus. Their limitations and abilities and relative strength of friendship are one of the most significant gifts of the Holy Spirit. So of course the Holy Spirit heals when and where it sees fit until Jesus heals all. And one of our greatest provisions for healing is good friendship. This happens in one-on-one settings. This happens in groups. One of the most profound stories in the Old Testament, I believe, is the friendship of David and Jonathan. A great deal of David's strength of character that lapsed quite a bit after Jonathan died was grown through his friendship with Jonathan. In the New Testament, there are all these yous, Y-O-U's, not female sheep. And the yous are all plural. We're expected to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. But the you is you all work out your salvation with fear and with trembling. I hope that you have good friends. I am very blessed to have a number of men and women that I consider trustworthy. And I'll ask them questions about my past and about my present and about my future, but especially in this context, my past. I remember reading that C.S. Lewis, J.R.R. Tolkien, and Charles Williams, who uh, writers um, of various forms and professors, and um, when Charles Williams died, Tolkien and Lewis reflected that they got less out of the friendship without them there. Something happens in community when we have additional eyes and additional mouths and additional brains and hearts conformed to Christ together in community 
is where we learn to untangle our stories. I like to write down what seem to be large lessons that I learn, especially after being ordained. And the first one that I wrote down is a big question on people's mind is something along the lines of, am I crazy or was that old story in my past a big deal? People see, since I got ordained, people seem to come to my office very regularly and ask me about an old story. Now, it got very tricky because occasionally it wasn't a big deal. But most of the time, it was a very big story. And healing happens in community. It certainly happens in the Holy Spirit's timeline and through its guidance, and that's where all of the power comes from. But again, one of the greatest provisions we have in Christ until we're with him is spiritual community. And so I hope that you understand that the gospel is not only about your today, giving you strength and your future, securing it in Christ, but also about untangling your past. And I hope that you pray about that. And I also hope that you engage spiritual community about it, because it is provision of God that we have other followers of Jesus to pray with, to talk with, to ask questions, to laugh with. He is risen. He is risen indeed, purchasing healing for our past, strength for today, and confident assurance of our future in him. 